welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. No, How I are just, you? I just wanted to steal your, your line. I know. And it's fine. It's totally stealable. I, I'm positive I stole it from somebody else. No, it's so funny because you, I do that and I get to see you and you're like, you took my line. And I don't know. I get a thrill out of that. But I really did it because I am a little off today still after being on vacation. Like I haven't adjusted yet. I don't get mm-hmm. up or I don't get up very early anymore. I have to take naps. <laughs> it's I'm queen of a nap right now. <laughs> queen of a nap right now. Although uh, yesterday I didn't nap and I stayed up late, which totally screwed up. I everything. Think it, it's just like kind of started it all over again. Mm-hmm. Um to record today, I literally had to roll out of bed and come into my closet. The event, the advantage is to recording in your closet. <laughs> you don't have to go very far, mm-hmm. um, but tired. Yes. Tired. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I need a vacation from my vacation. Yeah. We should always plan a few days afterwards to recover, but we never do. I usually take that vacation up as far as I can go. Yes. And and then try to yeah. try to just jump back into life. And it's always a bad idea. It's always a bad idea. I started meetings the very next day and I was just like, who does this? Yeah. Like whose idea is this? Oh, like who yours, made me do this? You did. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah. It was just me. Yeah. Hope you're happy so, with yourself. But what I've discovered is um because when we were in um, when we were in Hawaii, because you forgot already. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. When we were in Hawaii, we recorded, which you guys got a chance to hear, or hopefully you've heard it by now. But one of the wonderful things that I learned while we were there is that we don't need to be here to do work. Oh, right? yeah. No, we don't. We don't. We can work from anywhere in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy i was i was doing work on the beach no we really were literally on, on the beach and under an umbrella sitting in beach chairs writing out stuff thinking yeah. through stuff yeah just uh, working on the beach i have decided now this is the first time in my life that i have determined that my next job is beach bum i'm going to <laughs> i'm looking into my new career um, I'm looking at tents and um, wagons, and I'm just gonna become a beach bum. I'm, I'm pretty certain of that. You should, you should congratulate me. I'm waiting for it. Oh yes, yeah. congratulations, uh-huh. floaties congratulations. and all. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Well, I think mo- some of these millennials have it right. They, you know, they have decided they're just like they work from home anyway, and right. so now they're just like going all around the world and they're working. And we met one from, actually while we were yeah, we there. Did. Yeah, she I forgot how much time she took off, but because she was working at home, and it's not just millennials, in this case, COVID started a big mm-hmm. thing where people that they're, they're having uh workations where you can go to some remote fancy place and they make sure your internet is on point so that you can work during the day and resort during the night. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I do too. That's like my next thing. 
Like I can't do that. I now. was like, your job now does that's not. No, no, I have to meet with too many people in, in person. person. Yeah. However, your next there's job. goals. You already have. And that's your... my goal next is to be able to work from. Well, my next, huh? my next job, I have to do in person. I'm going to be a beach bum, and I got to be there with the ocean, one on one. So you know, me and you were going different ways there, but that's okay. It's okay. I don't, no, I don't think so. I think we're going to the same place. I want to go to the beach. (laughs) Duh. I think I worked pretty well at the beach, to be honest with you. I had clarity that I had not had in a long time. um, Sitting for the beach. Sitting in your swimsuit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Chilling. We weren't even really chilling because it was hot. But the value of the umbrella made a a world of difference we ate under the umbrella everything under the umbrella i I feel so silly because here it is i'm like over 50 and i'm just now understanding the power of the umbrella yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've missed out on some stuff in life yeah we did we did but but i we have aspirations and um my next job i will be a beach bum looking forward to it i love it yep yep Things that I learned about myself, you know, at this stage in life. Hey, we're not learning. We're, you know, we're dying. So it's a good thing. I'll keep learning. That's true. That's true. I prefer. I prefer that. But yeah. while we were gone, things were happening. You know, mm-hmm. after we've gone and, and, and while we were gone and shortly after we got back. And there's just so many things I wanted to talk about coming mm-hmm. back. And this uh, Shikari Richardson thing has just come full circle from, oh my gosh, this is so exciting to, oh man, that's not yeah. what I wanted. I think we watched TV for all of like one hour out of the week that we were gone. <laughs> and it was during track. We were watching we were the t- track, track and field. We sure were. Yeah. yeah. And um, and so it's, it's really disappointing there's a few things I was disappointed in. Hey, wait, um, can you catch people up on what we're talking about? So Shakari Richardson is a phenomenal track runner. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was trying out for the uh, U.S. Olympics. That's going to be held, I think, in Tokyo. next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, she ran like a, a I, I, was it a, a record breaking um, yeah, she did. Um, yeah, for her race oh, no. for the a hundred meter mm-hmm. uh, during the um, trials, and um, but she subsequently tested positive for THC, you know, and that's the chemical that they find in marijuana. So that's that's the big to do. Now there are a few to dos to me. Okay. Okay. So when she won this, she won this like um, when she initially won the trial yeah um the race for trials Mm -hmm. um she was wearing this very colorful wig and she has the tattoos and she has the um lashes lashes lashes, the word you're looking for Mm -hmm. and nails and you know and so we don't see that type of track star very often that no. that doesn't come by you know where she's like i'm gonna run 
and I'm going to be fly at the same time. At the same time. But you know what? We have had, I mean, like we, Flojo. Yeah, we don't see them Flojo. often, but they come by. So I think this is our, our next generation of yeah. what that looks like. So that's one of the reasons why she got a whole lot of attention. It just wasn't. Uh, she definitely she she did, she wasn't your regular. She didn't fit the mold. No, she that they, didn't. Not you know, at all. They always trying to put us in a mold. Nobody needs to be in a mold. You know, let the girl wear her wig. Let her have her tattoos and her you know bamboo ing- earrings. At least two pair. You know, whatever <laughs> she wants to do. A Fendi you know, bag and a bad attitude. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, let her be her. You know, and. I I was disappointed for her because of the test, because I was really rooting for her. I just wanted her to be a badass, you know, while she's running and just just, being her. Right. I want to go back just a little bit because when she won and we got a chance, you know, she, she, everybody's talking about Chikari Richardson, you know, she did a fabulous job. She's super, super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, people, you know, the first thing she did when she won was run and, you know, she, she went, she made a beeline to grandma, you know, mm-hmm. and to, to hug and just hold her grandma. And it's just, a, it was a warm moment. And I think she caught the eyes of everybody, but you know, we as black people, we are really proud of our, folks who rise above. And right. so this is a time where we really want to to root for her and hold her up. And there were issues because I, I've looked over Facebook and, and Twitter and, and black Twitter, and mm-hmm. there are people who get concerned if, oh, wait, she's now in the public light. We really want her to be polished more because yeah, she's representing black people. And I can't wait till we can stop having everybody represent black people as a whole. And that's not having to worry about each individual representing black people. I understand why we're here. And I just, I, I think I'd like to get beyond that. You were just saying, let her be who she is. Let her wear yeah. what she, that's what, I, I think we're getting there, but I see all of the trappings of the past where we want the black people who rise above and get attention to be this shining representation being accepted by the masses uh, for who they are. I'm looking forward to when that doesn't have to be a deal. But when I watched all of the social media, I could see the um, black community torn between, oh, I wish he looked a different way or presented a different you know, way. And and I know where that comes from. I don't I think we're all proud of her. It was just more of a we've got a group of people like, please shine it up for the public. And I know where that comes from. It's a thing we have to work through. But I just wanted I was to gonna bring say that, out. that that aspect is something we have to clean up in house. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We have to allow each other to find what our shine is and define it for ourselves and not be put in this box. I mean, I understand the history of it, but it's time for us to create our own history for who we are. We don't, you know, when, um, you know, we are wearing our hair natural more and things because that's the way it grows out of our head. (laughs) Well, 
you know, I mean, and that wasn't acceptable right. before. So we're we're getting there. We're making steps. We we are, but you have. I mean, like we have to demand that we. And if we keep demanding that our our people who quote unquote represent us look like everybody else, we're never going to get there. Right. You know, Shikari, she's blowing everybody away on the track. Why, why shouldn't it be her who breaks that mold? Right. She's breaking the mold on the track already. Why can't she be the one who does that? I say, let her be her, let her wear what she wants to wear and if it doesn't fit into people's mold, then so what? They'll, oh, wait, I've seen this shirt. It says, What's that? Be you, let them adjust, or be you, they yeah. will adjust. And yeah. I think that is it's a perfect time for that type of t shirt to be worn because we have to remind each other and ourselves that we can be ourselves and people can adjust. And we're at a place in the world where we can control we can do a better job at controlling the narrative and Mm -hmm. we can take the narrative back and uh, be ourselves so I I, but I feel like there I could tell from this whole situation her being lifted up and people reacting to what they heard you know what they saw and what they heard I know we're still fighting through this being ourselves and letting that be okay I wonder if it's a generational thing because I don't think millennials have problems with, um, no, a, yeah, a no, whole, it's exactly it, it precisely a is a general, I without a doubt. But there's a lot of us here, <laughs> so you know it'll die mm-hmm. out with us. I I would just hope that we could see more of that coming under control before I have to my generation dies out. I'd like to be able to embrace more without having to. Uh, you know, see that that divide and that that internal strife going on. Yeah. Now yeah. the next thing is that all this excitement and 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 be happy for Shikari, then only to bring her back into the uh, the news by testing positive for um, marijuana, having yeah. cannabis uh, in her system. That was such a disappointment because it doesn't look like she's going to be able to get to go to the Olympics and to compete. And that hurts. It does. It does. And I think, unfortunately, it happens. So it happens so close to when the Olympics will happen that even if these organizations like the World Anti-Doping Agency um would if there is even a possibility for it to change it wouldn't have enough time for it to change right so i think that she's probably going to be out of luck with it but i feel really um i feel really sad for her because i i think she's probably sacrificed a lot to get to this point right i feel i i think she has the potential for her story to still be great She's still mm-hmm. extraordinarily young and yes. she has an extraordinary talent. Yes. It makes me feel some kind of way about how the world feels about marijuana. And if you've listened to our show at all, <laughs> you probably mm-hmm. run across our episode uh, talking about 
growing hemp and just marijuana in in general in that particular mm-hmm. episode and it's coming to the point that I don't think it needs to be I don't think I yeah I definitely don't think it need a marijuana use THC needs to be looked at the way it has for mm-hmm. many many years I I feel like we're seeing state after state making or legalizing it for recreational use. And so we've got some states like North Carolina, that's our state, who are being mm-hmm. really, really tight about it. And then we've got Virginia, that's like a, you know, a bordering state right over like there. Hop, skip, one and hour, jump. I can get to Virginia <laughs> in know. an hour. And they just opened up uh, mm-hmm. marijuana for recreational use a few days ago in July. Yeah. I mean, and even medical, you know, medical use, uh, when we were in Hawaii, I didn't know that Hawaii would allow you to buy um, marijuana if you had a medical a marijuana reason. medical card. Mm-hmm. So um, even if it's not recreational, a lot of states are kind of um, paving the way for yeah, marijuana opening that up. with this stepping stone of um being medical marijuana you know i just didn't understand when i and i don't know a lot mm-hmm. but i couldn't see this as a performance enhancing drug i'm thinking if she took that that probably made her worse and you know it's like is it really a, a performance enhancing so i found myself wanting to argue with mm-hmm. the world anti-doping agency like seriously yeah. y'all is this a thing like is this really enhancing? It seems like, you know, if she can still run and she has marijuana in her system, she's more badass, right? <laughs> you know, just, I don't know. Well, you know, they they say it has the potential. I don't know how, you know, it has the no, potential it said, to enhance it said performance. That, That's what the world... I know, I read some of that. So, they said something like, you know. they said something like it might give uh, some athletes allow them to relax and focus more hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay i mean okay okay i mean so is it really because they're like it it can potentially pose a health risk but it also can better i mean like benefit them because they're able to focus and relax more i mean i don't know come on. i feel like it's, it's a stretch y'all y'all this is a I stretch feel like they're just trying to apply old that's right. You know, old, old standards, science, old science, you know, old I thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if honestly, you know, if they want to, I think what's more um, probably uh, detrimental is like alcohol. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like excessive alcohol. Like you could be a straight up alcoholic probably, and it probably wouldn't show. Right. You know. Yeah. And. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Propo- alcohol I'm not used to be to propose that where we should marijuana ban alcohol. is. That's not where I'm going. Okay, good but because I was me substance. and my rum and coke were going to get pissed off at you <laughs> if you were going to say that. But uh, alcohol was once where marijuana is today. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And you see where exactly. it is now. Yeah, we're. I think then that's where we're. I think that's where we're headed with that but slowly, very slowly. I. I I wish the very best for her. I hope that they can find some kind of loophole um, for her to go. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I hope that they can find a, some kind of loophole. But speaking of loopholes, do you want to go to the next? 
I, I, know, I wasn't going to use my transition with speaking with loopholes. I was going to say, you know how you were talking about the hair that grows out of our head. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go do okay. my own transition. Thank okay. you very much, podcast host. <laughs> hey. you, you mentioned earlier that we should, as a people, black people, be comfortable with our hair or be mm-hmm. accepted with our hair as it comes out of our head. And that is the way, that's the thought I had when I decided to go natural and never go back. I was like, Mm -hmm. it's not fair that other people in this world can uh, wear their hair the way it grows out of their head, but I'm expected Mm -hmm. to do flips and use chemicals and money and all of this extra uh, effort to change the way my hair grows out. And so I got indignant sometime in college and started wearing my hair natural and have not stopped. It's been over 25 years and I've still been doing this natural hair thing. Mm-hmm. And then you told me something that I clearly missed. I was probably taking a nap when they announced uh, <laughs> that it is that it was a, it's a special day celebrating uh, the crown yeah. of black women. Yeah, National Crown Day is. A I thought she made special... it up, y'all. I was like, "What? That sounds like something we made up." See, and <laughs> I like seriously, honestly, our friend Stephanie, who does the Sora podcast, she um she had actually put a post up about it, and I was like, "What is she talking about?" I didn't realize it either. So we're gonna is learn it about like, it together. Is it like huh? National Siblings Day where? Somebody comes up with natural, you know, national wear blue socks day. Like, is it something like that? I have a feeling it is. It's something that was passed in um, on July 3rd, 2019. So I'll just read the real quick blurb here. National Crown Day is a special holiday commemorating and, and the inaugural signing of the first crown Act legislation in the United States in 2019. Um, oh, it actually, oh, okay. It has, it stands for, it's an acronym. It stands for Create a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. Oh. I did not know now, that's what it stood so for. So, my um, acronym on the thing I was looking at said a uh, open workplace for natural hair. Well, I can't. T- I, that's not what I saw, so I, I can't tell you. But it doesn't matter. I well, take either the, one the work, of them. Yeah, no, workplace was helpful because for a while, and I mean a very long while, you could black women could be denied employment because of their hair by wearing natural hairstyles like braids and locks. And men so, too. Oh yeah, men I too. guess men too. That's right. That's men too. But um, and I think that's still an argument that's happening. I think like currently there's a state, I out west that I believe actually has actual California is, is the one that bans hair discrimination. It's the only Who's one that? that I know. California is the only state that I know for sure, off the top of my head that ban. Mm-hmm. I remember when that happened, and I was like, whoa. Go California. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just imagine this is going to take a while. This the trickle down effect for this one will be long. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's good. Um, because okay. we should be able to wear our hair the way it grows out of our head and not, and it be respected. 
Yeah. And, uh, so I feel like this is again this idea of trying to fit in into uh, into the world, and you know, it, it it just reminds me of the first conversation about yeah. fitting in and into this world as as we are. Be you, and let everybody else adjust. Uh, mm-hmm. Being able to take that attitude. I mean, because honestly, what how my hair grows out of my head has nothing to do with what's going on inside of it. It also doesn't mean that it is dirty and inappropriate and unprofessional. Unprof- oh That's the part that offends me to no end. Yes. Do you know how much work Black women put into our hair? Clearly, no, because we would oh, be having I, this conversation in the first like, place. Okay, Wash day is a thing. It is a whole day. <laughs> it is black a women whole know. day. <laughs> if you're a black woman and you're watching, you're listening, we, you know, we, you know, yeah, we know it's you a know. big deal. That's, hey, that's, here's a little tip. That's the reason why a lot of black women don't necessarily swim well. Because every single day you get in that pool, that amount of work that has to be done to your head to get it back Mm -hmm. in order after swimming was tremendous, like tremendous. And so kids, little girls especially, because at that time, you know, most times little boys don't have (laughs) have to perm or Mm -hmm. their hair. So little girls would, their moms would have to spend all day get fixing their hair and that's what mm-hmm. we called it fixing it because it's broken yeah. right so anyway fixing their hair and getting it straight so you can see why that's not something that can happen every day it takes all day to do and so you know it's one thing if you do your own hair it's a whole another thing when the mama has to do hair and do other stuff oh my god I don't, don't get me started i'm yeah i think my heart beat is going up <laughs> <laughs> and I, I i think that i think it's nice that it's um being recognized and um but we have to get it so that it's not illegal for you to wear your drags you know not illegal but <laughs> i can't can, be dis- yeah i can't can be suffer consequences right. for having yeah dreads yeah and you know me having natural hair or whatever i think that's it's so stupid but um it's the thing we deal with and it's not over yet we have to have a whole crown act that all states have not adopted yet right? to try mm-hmm. to say, hey, y'all, re- you know, recognize that the hairs that grows out of my head can be uh, quite professional and should be accepted just like the hair as it grows out of your head. Like, why do I have to say that? It's 2021. Yeah. What? <sighs> <laughs> right. Uh, my heart rate's right. going up. We might need to change the subject. So I should go for my loophole now? Uh, yeah, let's do the loophole. <laughs> hey, so Ramel, talking about loopholes, yeah, lead us on to the next topic. <laughs> All right. So speaking of loopholes, so glad you brought that up. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about the big loophole of the week, um, which is the whole Cosby, Bill Cosby being released uh, from prison on a technicality basically yes that's a big loophole i mean i don't know if it's a loophole it is a it's okay a technicality. Well, if i have any of my husband's legal friends listening they can tell you all about how it's not a loophole it is it was you know what felicia rashad said it best 
it was a miscarriage of justice. But the only reason why I will say it and say that she said it best is because legally, when you hear the steps um, that cause the conviction, it does not mean, it does not mean, and it did not mean that Bill Cosby wasn't guilty. It just means the way they went about it legally this loophole thing, it comes mm-hmm. back that it uh, it was done in a way uh, that was wrong and was illegal, an illegal process. So that process had to be undone to to be legal. But unfortunately, the undoing process let a guilty man out of jail. Yeah, it's kind it's it's. Oh, I don't know. I I want to say you more, can't but I don't even talk. Look at this. You can't other. even. You can't. But, you don't want to go in one direction. No, 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 other. no, no. Okay, so I want to say this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speak. I I don't know. There's like there um there are podcasts on the whole situation, um and so I listened to that like while the trial was going on, and this particular issue, if I'm not mistaken, was brought up on the podcast that. Um, that they were going to employ this tactic. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe, even in that time, I don't remember a lot from the actual podcasts that were uh, that were specific. Um, but I do remember when I read about this whole uh, um, agreement that was done when um, Cosby had originally given a deposition, I think is yes. the correct mm-hmm. term for it, mm-hmm. um, that they knew that they were going to be kind of going up against um they weren't sure if it was going to hold it from that perspective right and i remember thinking like it's kind of shady but they were willing they were willing to go that route because they felt like this might be the only way Mm -hmm. to get it because it's like him in his own words yeah yeah it's him in his own words he got to he confessed to doing the things yeah those illegal you, things you can't it's like but they told him like hey we'll give you i don't know if it's, i don't want to say immunity but they basically said well if, we won't prosecute you right. on what you tell us we won't prosecute you criminally we'll make this a civil a issue civil. Mm-hmm. you can have to pay you know monetary you have to pay money mm-hmm. but we won't prosecute you. the The deal was we won't make this a pre, we will not make this a criminal thing. And then they got him to confess all of his sins, mm-hmm. and then they turned around and said, "Ha ha, we're gonna use your words against you," which was the which wasn't the right way to do things. Right, right. He is and still guilty as hell. I just wanted to say that out loud. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he just got out. He got out on a technicality. Like, um, he was fortunate because he had the resources to help him get through to navigate through. Um, I'm wonder, sure the appeals yeah. or whatever needs to go through. I wonder if that's the reason why they even tried that tricky maneuver is because he was so rich. They were like, "Well, let's." Let's try to stick him with this because otherwise he would have, I would say, gotten off. Well, he would have just been 
process, you know, it just would have been a civil thing. He would have had to pay money that which he has a heck of a lot of. So is that really enough of a, of a uh, punishment that he has to pay from this big old pot of money that he has? But anyway, uh, that would have been the extent of it. And he would never have had to go to prison uh, and be convicted criminally. And so they took it further to make sure that he got to jail, which they just couldn't make stick. And I know he's old, but I don't care. Is that, that just, <laughs> I don't care. No, it's, no, he's old, but that doesn't mean he hasn't done dirty. And even in his own words, he has manipulated women into, and in, in putting them in a position where uh, they were, incapacitated to the point where they could not defend themselves yeah well we are in this new you know they call this the me too movement but at the Mm -hmm. same time during this me too movement we recently had a president of the united states who on camera talked about grabbing women by the beep Mm -hmm. and people hired him voted for him to be president, like that was okay. So clearly we're in mm-hmm. a world. Oh, and then there's the evangelicals who voted for him too, said God wanted it that way. So anyway, don't get me started. I think I feel my heart rate going up again. But the point is we're in a world that hasn't yet decided how it feels about these type of things. And so where you can have a pre- you can vote in a president who is doing shady things to women, I just I just think the world is still trying to turn a blind eye to some of these things. And but we're in a fight. Like thank goodness, we're in a fight. We're you know, we've got enough people who are saying that's not right. Which me which is why while we're in this, you know, some of the world is some of our culture is like strongly, eh, let it go. And other part of the world is like fight, fight for Claire Huxtable to Put to tweet now. I know it wasn't Claire Hustable who did that. It's the <laughs> actress Felicia Rashad who played Claire Huxtable in the Cosby Show, who tweeted that uh, the um, conviction being overturned for Bill Cosby was a miscarriage of justice corrected. She said that it had been corrected on social media. I felt, I felt betrayed. I was like, mm. seriously? I, I know they're friends. I'm, I'm assuming, like, I, you know, she played his wife a long time. That was a good gig for her. Did did mm-hmm. well for her career. I assume he never raped her. I'm assuming. Would she, would she know, though? Anyway, it's a whole nother story. whole nother story. Um, so, but I just felt like her celebrating him, I I. I couldn't be okay with that. I couldn't be okay, even though I know the technicality of the law that this was a miscarriage of justice corrected. I was like, it's a fine time to correct justice now. (laughs) Of all the places you could correct justice with people who are innocent going going to jail, why yeah. correct justice now? Why are we celebrating this correction? Why does she have to say it out loud on Twitter? I guess that's the thing. I was yeah. disappointed. I mean, 
she's a public person who holds a very public role right now with Howard University. And so, I mean, you have to be a little bit more careful when you're, when you, it's one thing if you're just an actress who is older, who doesn't really plan on doing that much work. I don't know if she does or not. However, you know, people can think what they want to think, but she's going to be in a role where um, she's going to be the dean. What's the dean? I think of? she's it's already the dean, of- the dean of fine arts at Howard University. Yes, Howard University. So um, and Howard has his own take on how they feel about Bill Cosby, didn't they? Because I feel like yeah, there was a building um, with his name. They removed on, his name. They did. They, they did. They yeah. did. When uh, early on, when it was discovered that he had a problem with pills and. Mm-hmm. raping women that they were like nope we're not gonna have any um don't have his name on our stuff so they took a strong stand and so when felicia rashad who has been named the dean of their fine arts program comes out like this they had to say hey we she not she not in line with the way we think and that's what mm-hmm. they said they had to to speak against and say hey that's not we are on the side of women who have mm-hmm. been sexually assaulted, and mm-hmm. uh, Felicia Rashad had to eat some words. Yeah, she did. She finally took back her tweet because I, I think at first she had not removed it for a while, and then she finally removed the tweet. And you know, she's tried to clean things up. But the thing about it is, is that Felicia Rashad is not the only black person who is supporting Bill Cosby. Yeah. Um. They're not necessarily tweeting about it. Well, but... that was a very foolish decision as the dean of a university, you know, in a, in a department in a university to have to be told, uh, excuse me, there are women at this university. There are women mm-hmm. who have been sexually assaulted, women who know women who've been sexually assaulted. You know, like, Quite. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Quite my, on, my heart, and, my heart beat. Yeah. I agree with all that. But my point was this, is that we have a we have a group of people who are still on Bill Cosby's side. And I think part of that is because black people have had a very um, challenging relationship with justice. Oh, you can say that again. Yeah. And especially behind white women in general you know and so a lot of the people that were named um as victims were caucasian women Mm -hmm. so um we have seen the dangers of when caucasian women come out against black men there's no chance in the world right yeah although i think (laughs) my personal opinion is i think that that their um, devotion or um, whatever to Cosby in this instance is not necessarily well-placed. I think because we actually, if nothing else, even if we don't convict him of it, if you hear with his, what he said out of his own mouth about what he did, then I think that's when you can safely step back and say, yeah, he did these things because he used his own mouth to say it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I think part of it, and I, I think part of it is that people um, 
Black people in particular, we don't trust the justice system because we, even when, um, if we're caught of something, we're excessively charged. That's true. We are, um, we are, con- when we when convicted, we get higher sentences. Yeah, we're convicted um, more often. And yeah. things like that. So mm-hmm. we have a really complicated relationship where we don't trust the justice system. So I get it. I get it. But I think that in this case, that mistrust, you know what, even in this case, okay, don't get me wrong. I totally believe that Cosby did this, but think about this. The fact that he got out was because of the prosecutors Mm -hmm. did something that they knew they shouldn't do. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so for me, it just makes it, it just, it helps black people go, see, I told you mm-hmm. they, they, they were doing this, you know? So it's, it's a very complicated thing. Now, I don't, I don't support Bill Cosby in this. I support the women that came forward um, because um, rape is um, awful, horrible, it's such a testable. Yeah, it's horrible. There's, you know, there's nothing good that comes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I support Black women. I just, I also understand why some Black people still support him because we just don't trust the people who are trying to come after him and put him in jail. So it's it's a very complicated it kind is. of relationship we have with justice. I agree. I agree. Uh, it it put us in a very uh, weird spot. It it takes me, and I know we didn't necessarily plan to talk about this other part, but I still will watch the Cosby Show, mm-hmm. and because it gives me all the good feels about these this fake family that has great values. And I don't think that Dr. Huxtable and Bill Cosby are the same people. My mind tells me that Bill Cosby created this and he's behind this, Mm -hmm. but I can't see the show as bad because he's in it. And that's a very strong complication that I have in me. Just like Mm -hmm. I know that um, R. Kelly is really bad with uh, women and young girls. And Mm -hmm. I don't, but his music is still good. Yeah. And and trying to figure out what to do with that is is another is another issue. This is not a black a, issue. This is a a people issue. It's it's something yeah. different. Bad people Pre- creating beautiful things. Yeah. I think when you have creative geniuses, I mean, that's what, you know, these people are, are Kelly um bill cosby they're creative geniuses they've learned how to create these tape tapestries of stories and song and things like that and so you get caught up even like with michael jackson you know there's still this whole like cloud of whatever with him um but they were all geniuses and that we found some way to appreciate their genius so when you find out that their genius is kind of um been hiding or shrouding yeah. this other side to them you want to believe that they are still these great people that this that this genius um somehow makes up for it you know that right. there's some maybe does it balance it out i'm not saying it does trust me i'm just saying like 
it, I think it just makes it harder for people to be able to say, oh, I'm not going to do anything. Um, I'm not going to listen to it. But when I tell you, R. Kelly, this that's that Chicago, that shuffle, yes. that, that, uh-huh. that, that yeah. you know, when that comes on, I don't know how many people rush to the dance floor. They still are conflicted. Yeah, no, you know? we they do, they do. He's got a backyard party song that I absolutely love because I have now a backyard that I want to have a party on actually today. But that's the best time to point. But and um, I hear it and I find myself bouncing to it if it pops up and I go, wait, I can't listen to that. He's you know and i don't exactly. i don't know what to exactly. do. I, I don't even know what to do with that i still don't know what to do with that i i'm i'm conflicted cuz i'll still watch the cosby show but i try very hard not to listen to r kelly's music and i can't explain why and i don't care what you think about it because i'm working on it not not you ramel <laughs> actually I, I, I can't i don't care about what anybody else thinks about it cuz it's something i'm working through all by myself and i'm not asking for help <laughs> But still, right. I no, just want it, people it to know. I get it. Mm-hmm. Cosby Show for me is one of those that I've been able to kind of let go of, you know. But I have to acknowledge that they that the Cosby Show was a really huge part of um, growing up and um, and seeing this family. And we talked about that on one of our past yeah. episodes. How mm-hmm. it was so impactful um, in the eighties, you know. So um, I don't have to watch it in reruns, but um, I still appreciate it for when it was. But I don't have to I don't have to continue supporting a man who rapes people. So I don't just like with R. Kelly. I don't dance to the songs that I want to dance to anymore, but it's hard. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard. That's the whole point. It's hard. Yeah. I still want to dance side to side and whatnot, <laughs> but oh my goodness! So that was kind of tough. I um, yeah, that one's a hard one. Yeah, that's a hard one to end on. I mean, it's not nearly as nice and um, thought. Uh, it's not as nice as a crown act, you know. Uh, but it did. It, did, it didn't I match it the flow. The flow was. The, I love the flow, though. You know, Crown Act showed up where it was supposed to show up, and sometimes you have to end on the hard stuff. On the hard stuff. That's right. Well, that's it. We would love to hear what you think. I mean, this is this. I know this could be really polarizing, and I hope that we can all be respectful and stuff like that. But we would still love to hear what you think about about the situation. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Especially most of our listeners are women. So I would really like to hear what women have to say. So anyway, that's it. We hope that you guys had a really great 4th of July and um, getting back to the to work for the rest of the summer. <laughs> I just want to cry. It's okay. Girl, take some, some more vacation. Okay. Take some more oh. vacation. Huh? Take some more vacation. Work on your beach bumminess. <sighs> Girl, I took all my vacation. I am good, (laughs) but it's okay. We'll get back to the beach. All right. So thanks for coming by listeners. We so appreciate you. We hope to uh, talk to you next week. So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. 
You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.